Well, this looks oddly familiar. Why do I feel like I know this place? Hi, this is a new one for me. Oh, what's that in the water? It's huge. Eh, looks like a big croc. Don't be getting so close to the edge. There's a 30-foot croc next to the boat, and you're this calm. You'll call me ship a boat again, and I won't be. Oh, uh, a sign. Uh, give me the spyglass, quick. Welcome to Thornvale. Oh, well, crap. Hi, this is going to be interesting. Never been, but I've heard of this land. Better be fetching Susanna. She'd be a sort of, uh, deity here. Aye, aye, Captain. Better, but not great. Welcome aboard the Casually Meta, the pirate's vessel where we take hobby gaming seriously. I am your host, CJ, and today we have an extra special episode for you. Today we team up with Keeper Susanna of the Thornvale Podcast to discuss the backlog, what it means to us as individuals, and the community as a whole. Uh, We all know that the backlog is something all hobby gamers experience, especially when things like the Steam Summer Sale and whatnot comes around. So we're pretty excited to talk about that today and all the games in our libraries that we just haven't played yet or barely played through at all. Um, To all those new listeners out there, thank you so much uh, for tuning in if this is your first time. And to all the returning listeners, thank you so much for coming back. I always appreciate your support. And in other podcast updates, we now have a TikTok. You can follow us at Casually Meta. And if you haven't already, please follow us at Casually Meta on Twitter. We also have a YouTube if you prefer not to use TikTok, but I wouldn't bank on us using that very often. And if you have any questions, comments, anything, uh, leave us a review on iTunes, or you can email us at casually.meta.podcast at gmail.com. And now, without further ado, the news. We've got news, Captain. What y'all be reporting? Uh, We don't have a whole lot in the news today. Uh, Just some minor interesting things going on with the free games for PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, This month, we're going to see on PlayStation, uh, Hell Let Loose, PGA Tour, 2K21, and Mortal Kombat 10 being the free games. And then for Xbox, we're going to see a game called Arrow from October 1st to the 31st, Hover, which will be on there from October 16th to November 15th, Castlevania, Harmony of Despair, October 1st to the 15th, and Resident Evil Code Veronica X. That's going to be free October 16th to the 31st. I do have to admit that the Xbox uh, game lineup is way better than PlayStation's this month. But hey, what are you going to do? Uh, but speaking of Castlevania, we uh, do have some interesting news. Uh, Konami is going to be bringing back the Metal Gear, Silent Hill, and Castlevania franchises for new games. They have teams set there working on that. We'll bring you more of that information as new information becomes available. Uh, regarding the Activision and Blizzard current cases, there was a new lawsuit filed, which they pretty much resolved with a settlement immediately. Like they, they just threw money at it to make it go away, which everyone has their opinion on. I personally don't think it's right. 
but it is what it is. And what's going on there is they paid out $18 million, basically just to make it go away. Um, and a lot of people are saying that, you know, if you can just throw money at it, then the principle of the matter, you know, with things like sexual harassment and uh, discrimination and things like that just go unchecked and businesses can do whatever they want as long as they have the money to pay for it in the end. Um, and then so far now we also have $155 million payout um, that the CEO Bobby Kotick approved this year. So what we're looking at right now is a little over $170 million being spent to basically tell people that the damage that's been done to them doesn't matter. And yeah, it's, it's just insanity. Um, I know we haven't really covered the blizzard Activision stuff as of yet. Uh, and I really don't really intend upon getting too in depth and detail about it. I, I can, if you guys want, if you do want me to definitely message us at casually.meta.podcast at gmail.com and let us know. All right. And uh, that's it for the news today. And we're going to take a short break here. And then when we get back, we sit down with Keeper Susanna of the Thornvale podcast. Stay tuned. Last time on Thornvale season one, Jadis is dead. And I thought this would go away, but it didn't. Which means it's something else. Something we have never dealt with before. Something's coming and I don't know what it is. But it's not going to be good. Things have changed in Thornvale. Mysterious forces move beneath the surface of the town. More monsters are on the way. More secrets will be revealed. And inevitably, more of Bjorn's suits will be destroyed. So join us for another heart-stopping season of the award-winning Monster of the Week show, Thornvale. What new horrors does Keeper Susanna have planned for her players? Find out now at thornvalepodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Season two begins now. Thanks for listening. Casually Meta is available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, among others and all major podcatchers. Please subscribe and leave an iTunes or Podchaser review. If you'd like to reach us, follow us on Twitter at Casually Meta. Join the Thunder Bunnies Discord server or email us at casually.meta.podcast at gmail.com. All of these locations will be provided in the description. Enough of that. Get on with it. For today's guest, we have from the one and only Thornvale podcast, Keeper Susanna. Welcome aboard the Casually Meta. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm I'm doing okay. I got beat up by a mango yesterday. A mango? Like the like the fruit? Yes. So I was making mango salsa. And the mango didn't want to peel, so it jammed itself underneath my thumbnail and lifted my thumbnail off the bed of my finger. Ow! I had that happen with a toenail one time. Uh, in a, a a kid ran into me in a game and it lifted my my toenail off. It I it's not fun. It hurts. It hurts. Yeah, it bleeds a lot. A lot. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I looked at that mango and I was like, I am a hundred percent eating you now. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you I'm, got glad, your hits I'm glad in. you had the. I'm glad you you were uh, attacked by something with which you were able to hurt, and I was not. It was a child. I stabbed it. That's good. You could. You, I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, I oh, could man. have, but I would have been fired from the job I was doing, and, and you know, gone to prison. But. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> this isn't uh, hello from the Magic Tavern. We uh, we don't need tons of child death. No, um, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> oh my lord. Um, so today we are going to be talking about the interesting subject of buying video games and either never completing them or never playing them at all because oh most of us gamers do that. But before we get into that, uh, Susanna, I, I'd really like to touch a little bit on Thornvale and and you personally. So okay. uh, I'll give you the floor here for a moment if you want to talk to us a little bit about that. Okay, yeah. So Thornvale is an actual play podcast, um, which means that we play a tabletop game. Uh, the one we play is called Monster of the Week. Um, but if you don't know what a tabletop game is, it's, it's like D&D. That's, that's the one that most people recognize, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, but the game we play is Monster of the Week. It's based off of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and like Supernatural. It's it's shows like that. That's what the game is based on. So the the, the show follows these three monster hunters as they try to protect this small town off the coast of Florida. Sometimes they succeed, and uh, sometimes they royally get wrecked. And it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I personally do listen to the show and um, it is, it is fantastic uh, for all our listeners out there, you know, drop Thornbell uh, a subscription, throw that on. After you're done listening to me talk about video games, you can go in there and, and listen to them talk about tabletop and, and, and actually play. And the stories are very well written and, and they're awesome. I, I don't even Thank know. You. How I am a writer, so I, I would hope they're well written. <laughs> they are. And I'm the keeper or the game master of the game. So I'm the one that runs everything. So you hear that, everybody? We brought God onto the show today. I yeah, um, I am in the small little universe. <laughs> I am there. Okay. Um, and then uh, you know, just a little background on you. Like, uh, you have video games. You play games. You're a hobby gamer. Maybe you're a little oh, yeah. more serious. I have played games since I was a little kid. I think the first video game I can like remember playing that wasn't just like, you know, like like a silly like Atari game or something on my that I that I had. I had this little joystick little thing, but. First game I can remember playing, like actually trying to play, was I think it was called um, Tiberian Sun. I think it, it might have been a Command and Conquer game, but I know it was called Tiberian Sun. Um, but I would play it, and I would I would watch my dad play it. I would sit in the office in a chair next to him and watch him play it, and then I would say, "Can I play? Can I play? Can I play? Can I play?" <laughs> so he would finally like let me play the game. And then I'd get stuck and I'd have to have him get me through a spot and I'd go back to playing the game. That's like the first game that I could think of playing when I was like a really little kid. But uh, yeah, did I play a lot dad- of video games. <laughs> did he uh, Did he ever dad tax you on that? Like, listen, kid, you can play, but I need you to go get me a beer from the f- fridge first. I can't. I don't think so. But I did have to, like, you know, do my homework and stuff before I could play. <laughs> oh so he did the Less responsible so when i was homeschooled text. though because i already did my homework and i didn't have to anymore oh, i didn't man. have a reason to not let me play other than that we only had one computer <laughs> i have a toddler right now but i can't wait because he is reaching it he wants to play and like he'll take the control he has no idea what's going on yeah um but i can't wait until he's old enough because he's gonna be like dad can i play and i'll be like yeah but i need a peanut butter sandwich bro yeah yeah there you go <laughs> That's the, the thing you tax. gotta do now is you just like you give him the controller and let him play with it and just not have it plugged in so i made that mistake um Did you? i gave him i gave him a ps4 controller that was broken uh it it was functional but like it had uh what, what do you call that uh when the joystick sticks to one side all the damn time um and then uh but that, I and get then, what like, you mean. like the, the circle button wasn't working right like you had to really press it 
And I was in the middle of a Call of Duty match, and he hit the PS button on it and took oh, over control. No. And I was like, oh. And that's when I learned how to dissect the PS4 controller and how to remove the battery. But he caught All on right. to that. He was like, this controller doesn't light up, and yours does. Ah, so he's and a he, smart toddler. That's that's unfortunate. He, he did this at like a year old. Like He had just learned how to walk. I have pictures of him sitting there like in our lap holding his non-functional PlayStation controller. And he figured out... Yours lights up, mine doesn't. And he like threw his on the ground and just like tried to take mine. I'm like, all right, well that yeah, smart toddlers are scary. Yeah, yeah. He uh he gets into stuff. He gets into stuff. <laughs> um, he's he's gonna be four at the end of the month. So he's not really so much a baby anymore. But uh, yeah, still it's, your a, baby. it's a lot of fun. Uh, he will always be my baby, and I will always want to kill him half the time. <laughs> but I love him, so I don't. Yeah. Being a parent is like a really confusing thing, especially when it comes to video games in itself. Because like yeah. you really want to play. And like, so like I don't have like a headset that you would wear. So like you have like 3D surround sound. My headset is for talking only. Sound comes through the TV because only one ear is covered because I need the other ear to listen to this guy. And I'll be in like a middle of a game of Warzone. I'll be like, I can't hear him anymore. What is Uh-oh. he doing? <laughs> yeah you know a quiet toddler is a, is a toddler that's in trouble <laughs> uh, <laughs> his his recent kick is he wants to try to do the dishes really Aww. really bad and so he's always in there and he's trying to wash the dishes and he's just like breaking stuff and i don't know what to do about that because like i really want to yell at him like i used to tell him like hey get out of the sink like and i really want to yell i'm like knock it off i'm gonna kill you you but know also you want him to um, do the dishes <laughs> Right. I'm like, but I also, I really don't want to discourage this behavior. Exactly. Um, He uh, wants to do chores. Solid initiative, kid. Solid initiative. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Uh, But yeah, anyways, you know, back to the the concept. We're we're coming. We're going to talk about backlogging today. Okay. And, (laughs) you know, what that is in the game, in in the gamer hobby. Because like, you know, as gamers, part of the hobby is buying games, which normally is super expensive um and then things like steam summer sale comes around once yeah. a year and then your wallet like holds you at gunpoint it's like i don't think so you better stay away from me and you're like i have your information saved i don't need you um and then you end up buying all these games and you don't play them or you play a little bit of them uh you know, what What does your collection look like? Oh, geez. Okay, so I'm looking at my just on Steam and there are other things that I have games on, but just on Steam. I have 73 games, and real quick, let me, let me count. One, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I have 15 I've played, <laughs> and, and I haven't finished, like, half of them. Some of them are, like, Among <laughs> Us or, like, City Skylines or Elder Scrolls. Games you're not supposed to finish, you know? Um, but, yeah, I haven't. I haven't finished a lot of them. I could like I could run through each of the games if you want me to. Like I just read all of them. Just read them all. Oh, we're out of time. No. Uh. <laughs> we're going to be out of time though. It would take forever. But it's like I have a ton. I got a bunch of Star Wars games that I got because there was a package, you know, and I haven't played half of them. I've played like two of them, I think, and I have like a dozen like where, like when you acquire these, is are you getting it through like Humble Bundle or is it like yeah, Steam usually sale like a Steam or... sale or something? I'll be like, oh, I want that, and I think I wanted Battlefront Two. 
I think that's the game I wanted. And I just saw that all of these other games were like bundled with it. And I was like, why don't I just get all of them? I'll get like 12 Star Wars games for like like $15 or something. And I was like, I'll just get all of them. I'll play them someday. Probably I didn't. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, didn't. I think uh, <laughs> I think for me, the worst ever uh, had to have been. Oh, it's 2021. So 2016 Steam Summer Sale. Uh, the first thing I got, I saw The Witcher 2 on sale for two dollars. Oh, like, yeah. I bought that. I've got it. I didn't play it. <laughs> I started playing I've The Witcher not... and it's the only game I've stopped because I hated it. You hated The Witcher? The original game? Really? Yeah, the gameplay is ass. It's a terrible, it's terrible, terrible gameplay. Like the, the story looked interesting, but the gameplay sucked. I could not get past it. Did you did you install the director's cut or did you just use the American? It says version? enhanced edition. Oh, you got it. Okay, so I have um, greatly enjoyed the, the Witcher Three though, which I have on PS4, and I have not finished. So, <laughs> so the original Witcher, I believe, I believe that the books it's based on came out of Poland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't produced in the United States, I, Germany or Poland. It was produced in. I forget. I don't. But anyway, when it came to the United States, they heavily censored it. And you oh, had to download the director's cut patch. Otherwise, when you play the game, it makes no sense. That's and you're just like doing weird stuff. And you're like, why am I doing this? And like NPCs will say bizarre things to you. But when you install the director's cut patch, it adds back in all the crap that got taken out. Interesting. Um, the reason they did well, because there's like a lot of nudity and a lot of um sexual content. Well, clearly they don't care about that anymore. Um <laughs> aspects of the aspects of the story uh were removed. So that's why like the NP like you'll talk to an NPC and they'll say something that they would normally say at the end of a quest, and you'll be like, What did that have to do with anything I was doing right now? Yeah. Um But but besides that, like if you do it it was an amazing it was a phenomenal game. Um the combat I just couldn't system, get past the the combat system. <laughs> it was so confusing. Yeah, but it, it's it's super close to being what Legend of Dragoon was back in the day. Did you ever play Legend of Dragoon? No, growing I didn't up? play that. Um, when it first it, it's got a it's got a good score now, but when it first came out, nobody liked it because the combat system was super complicated. And when the boxes lined up, you had to match the boxes correctly, and it was all timing. It was very difficult. Um. Oh yeah, so that Witcher game came out was, when I was three. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, three. Legend of Dragon. Older than you? I I don't know, man. I'm I'm 25. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna. I was informed I'm gonna be 33 this year. I thought I was turning 31. Apparently not. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm I guess usually I am the baby in most of the things. I'm the baby in my own podcast. I'm the youngest member of Thornville. <laughs> I'm only by a few months. Hannah's not that much older than me, but <laughs> no, yeah, but uh. But yeah, so The Witcher, Witcher was an experience. Um, it, it was phenomenal. The story was absolutely amazing. Um, but I, like I said, I do have The Witcher 2. And $120 later, I was 60 games heavier in my library. And my wallet was Oof. not pleased with my actions. I bet not. But like, <laughs> that's not bad. Like, that's like $2 a game, right? Like, that's good. Yeah. That's great. It was a good, I it was a good haul. <laughs> it was a good, good haul, man. I think the most expensive I game I got the, was I three think bucks. The, the most I've ever gotten at one time was those Star Wars games. I have let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I was close. There's fourteen. 
Um, I got them all at once for like 15 bucks and I was like, I have to have this. <laughs> it's too That's good a, a deal. Steam. steam will get you with those deals. But they're good deals. Like they really will. I've never played a Star Wars game. I never had. Oh, no, that's not true. I played Battlefront, the original Battlefront I played. Um, but besides that, I never played any of the Star Wars. I never had the ambition to play it. But had I seen those games for that much, I would have been like, yeah, all right. <laughs> some of them that. I know okay. I'm never going to play. Like, there are some, like, kind of strategy style games that I I don't think I'll enjoy. But there are also some, like, games in here. I think the one that I did end up playing that I never finished uh, was The Force Unleashed. Um, that was pretty good. I actually did enjoy that. I didn't understand it because I wasn't a Star Wars fan at the time when I got it, but I did enjoy like the gameplay and, and the, the way it was, it, it was a pretty good game. It was just, I, I think I got bored eventually. I have a very short attention span and I tend to, mm-hmm. the reason, okay, here's the reason I stopped playing games. I tend to stop playing games because I get to the twist. Like there's usually like a twist, you know, something in a game. That like everything is suddenly in, in perspective and you understand. And and if I get to the twist, my brain goes, okay, I know it's going to happen for the rest of the game. Whether that's true or not, I, I'll never know because I just stopped playing the game after that. I've done it with games that I love. <laughs> like the the Sony, um, the, the first PS4 uh, Spider-Man game. I started playing until I got to the twist and then I was like, and I'm done now. I want to finish that game, though. It's really good. <laughs> Also, I want to play the Miles Morales game, and I, I feel like I need to finish the first one. I, I feel like you're like the definition of the hobby gamer, right? And I, I mean, that's, that's our target audience. Those are the people we're talking to. We're, we're the people that, you know, we're never going to be pro. That's not true. Maybe no. we will be, but we're coming home from work, and we're like, I got three hours before bed. Oh, it's going down, right? Yeah, for you sure. Know? So, I mean, and that, this is something that we do. We, we, we buy games, and then we never play. Or we play half. Look, honestly, buying a game and playing a game are completely different hobbies. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it really they're, they're, is. they're different hobbies. I can't help it. You know, I, I'm blaming, I'm going to blame Pokemon yeah. for the whole thing. Yeah, you got to get them all, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got to get them all. So we're, we're so we're so used to collecting everything. Like, you know, we need, we need all of them. Like, how many games are you going to buy? All, all of them. them. <laughs> all of them like you uh, had this game i didn't know you had this game well shoot i didn't know i man, had that game I either i didn't know i had that game either <laughs> can i play it knock your socks off i kind of want to watch <laughs> yeah I, and the fun thing is like now that i have like i'm now that i'm married to my husband like we have different games so we don't even have to buy games because one or the, one of us will have it on our steam because we both enjoy the hobby of, of buying games he usually plays his though but uh yeah <laughs> he, he's it's less bad sometimes. about actually finishing games than i am he it, the fact that i don't finish games infuriates him <laughs> so so when you're when you're buying these games um like what motivates you so like i mean there's like categories right so what i mean by oh. what motivates you is like is it nostalgia is it interest did you hear about the game previously is it impulse <laughs> It's I guess it's probably mostly impulse, but I look for like because um, I'm a writer. So I, I look for like really good story games. So like some of my favorite games and I never played the last one, but I picked up all of the Batman Arkham games and I picked up the first of the Batman, uh, the Telltale series. I picked up the first one. I haven't played it yet, but I did pick it up because I, I love story games. So most of the games that I, I buy are either story games or they're what's the other one um, like strategy games like um 
like Civ Six Civilization. I oh, love that man. series. Civilization was really good. I think uh, Civ Two was the last one that I played. Oh, um, dude, you gotta get Six. <laughs> six is really good. I uh, I, I was thinking about it, and then one day on uh, PS Plus, like you know, they do the games of the month. They give you a couple for free. Um, they had one of the Tropico series on there. And have you played Tropico? Mm, no, but I've seen it played. It's like an ultra hard civilization. Yeah. Um, and it's glorious. And that's kind of <laughs> the ser- the franchise I've gone towards instead of gotcha. the, uh, the Sid Meier's stuff. Um, but civilization was, was great. I remember being a kid, uh, like Civ 2 and then like, Gandhi just threw nukes at you. Yeah, man. All it still time. does. It's hilarious. It's like you can hide up so that Gandhi can have nukes. He will just chuck them right at you. The game I'm playing right now, I'm playing as I think Germany or something, and one of my neighbors is 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 uh India, and I'm like, uh, maybe I should just take him out now. <laughs> right. Right. And it's like the last guy, he's like, he comes to you and he's like, You're gonna give me the stuff, and you're like, I'm not gonna give you the stuff. No. He's like, all right. And you're like Enjoy. Gandhi just hit me with a nuke. I don't I don't <laughs> technically know if the if the joke is still in six yet because I haven't been nuked by Gandhi because I tend to take him out early. But I know it was in five because it happened the first time and I was like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me tell you. I th- there are games I never finish, and then there are games I spend way, way, way too much time on, and civilization is one of those. I've played 503 hours of Civilization 5. And I've played 236 hours of Civilization VI. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It's a lot of hours playing one video game. But I like, do the you, same you, thing. It's such a long game, too. I prefer like the really long versions of the games. Yeah, I, that's fair. No, I totally get that. Um, I, I'm, I'm personally very much so into sandbox games. Um, yes. And sometimes I feel trolled by the game because like, Grand Theft Auto Five seemed like a, an amazing game, and for a lot of people, it is. Uh, but for me, it wasn't it. the it wasn't the sandbox uh, desire that I had. So, like when you go through my Steam library, you'll see it'll be like Ark Survival Evolved, four hundred hours, and then it'll be like Don't Starve Together, two hours, The Witcher Two, fifteen minutes, um, and then a slew of games I've never installed, and then it's like Daisy, three thousand eight hundred hours, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then you see League of Legends, two thousand five hundred hours. I'm like, oh, dude. Oh, oh, did we touch a nerve just now, dude? That's a lot of hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but let yeah. me, I feel like that's the like the kind of people that play games like that do spend like that amount. That's probably close to what my husband has on. Uh, shoot, what's the game called? Hang on, my brain is is not. What is the game called? There's this MMO. I'm, I can't. What is it called? Keep talking. I'll I'll remember. It. I'll tell you in a second. All right. <laughs> yeah. No. For me, I would I would go to work. Uh, we're talking a lot younger. Like I don't have that kind of time anymore. But yeah. You know, from from 17 until I was like 26, 27, I would go to work, work six to eight hours if I was employed at the time. Uh, I was not the most responsible young adult as I've been in the last 10 years. Um. Oh, maybe not even 10 years, like maybe six or seven years have been pretty responsible. Uh, but I spent a lot of time unemployed as a young adult. I just sit in front of them and play games all yeah. day. 
you know, um, or I would come home from work. I said, I work six to eight hours, come home and game for 10 to 12, sleep for three or four hours, get up and go to work, come home and repeat. And, uh, you know, that it adds up pretty quick. You think like you play games 10 hours a day, 10 days, that's a hundred hours. Yeah. You know, you can bank a thousand hours in a game pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So the game I was thinking of is Guild Wars 2. That's my husband plays it. Oh, Guild Wars. I've Guild played Wars. A, I've played quite a bit of Guild Wars, but I probably I don't think I've played <laughs> not nearly that much. I had a, a Guild Wars 2 beta key when they were first testing that game. That was uh, it was a fantastic game. Cool. I did not buy the full version, but I did get to play the beta and it was fantastic. It's really cool. It has a really cool like it not only is it like cool as an as a as an MMORPG, but it's like it's cool because like they have these stories that come out every once in a while. And you can play through the mm-hmm. story, and it's cool to like see the story. But yeah, no, the uh, the whole uh, gaming for a reason. I always feel like like if you buy a game because you were really looking forward to to that game, and it's like in the genre that you really get down with, you will play that game. You'll beat it. You beat it six times, whatever. Um, although I gotta say, I, I I have only encountered three games that I can remember offhand that had that kind of replay value for me. Where I beat it several times because um, it was that. I've good. done that with Portal a couple times. Portal is an excellent game. Yeah, I really Portal. like Portal. I've played two less, but I, I have played a lot of the first one for some reason. Even though I like the second one more, it's like the the way I kind of think of Portal and Portal Two is like Portal One is a puzzle game that just so happens to have a good story, and then Portal Two is a story game that just so happens to have good puzzles. So that's why I kind of like the second one better. That's fair. Plus, you get two different games in Portal 2. You have that single-player mode. Yeah, which is a it's a totally game different game. And yeah, multiplayer is different. You're like, man, I got two games for the price of one on a major label. That's I awesome. didn't have any friends growing up, <laughs> so I never played two with anyone <laughs> until I got married. It's like, it's like a symptom of uh, hobby gaming. Like, why do you hobby game? Because that's where I meet people who will talk to me. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, all right. And then your parents are in the back like, those aren't real friends. Go outside. And you're like, they're real friends of me. Leave me alone. I um, mean, honestly, like the, the the amount of people I've met online, like that I've become friends with, like I've become really good friends with some of the people that I've met, like especially podcasting. Like I'm, I'm oh, really yeah. good friends with some of my podcast friends. And like I've never met them in real life. I'm hoping to meet a couple of them because uh, I'm going this weekend to Gen Con. I uh I've only met a couple of my online friends in real life. Um and every single time I remember my mom always going, They're gonna kill you while you're sleeping. <laughs> no, they're not. I've been playing games with them for five years. They are not gonna kill me while they're sleeping. I'm pretty sure in five years they would have let something slip that would have been like, eh, maybe this person's weird, you know? Um she's no, she really thought I was gonna die. And I one of them I've seen. I think it's a symptom times. of the older generation. <laughs> I think they didn't have online friends. They don't understand the concept. I, I guess. I mean, well, I mean, when we were kids, it was always, you know, hey, don't tell anybody your name online. Don't talk to strangers. Don't get in cars with strangers. Don't. No, we're we're going to call a stranger from online, and we're going to get in the car and go somewhere with them. Right. Right. Uh, you know, we, there's a lot more trust when it comes to that now. Plus, we didn't have the. I mean. Oh, you might not be old enough to remember Zanga. Do you remember Zanga? 
Zanga. The name sounds it, familiar, but no, I, like I don't a, think I will know. It was like one of the very first social medias before the term social media was coined. It was basically I was on an Club online Penguin. diary. The so, pool is always closed. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh, no, but like Zanga's like uh it was like an online journal and you would just like write stuff and huh. it had like entries and it kind of it resembled Tumblr in a way. Gotcha. In a way, sort of. <sighs> yeah, that's about as close as we're gonna get to it now. But like you could follow other people's and then like you could private message them if you wanted to, like like emails or whatever. Interesting. Uh, and then we moved into like MySpace and stuff after that. Yeah, um, I was definitely a, a Facebook person. I definitely, I never was, I never had MySpace. <laughs> I was the, uh, I was the guy who was like, MySpace is never going to die. And they're like, get a Facebook. You're, you're a senior in high school. Get a Facebook. And I'm like, no, no. Can I put my top five songs on Facebook? No, I can't. Which means you're really, not going to listen to Hollywood it, it Undead while you look at like my stuff. It feels like MySpace might have been better. <laughs> <laughs> MySpace was dope. You could like, uh, you could you could skin your thing. Like you could go, you could like, if you could read and write HTML, like you could implant images and like skin your stuff. And then there were like generators that would create the code for you. Um, it's you too much freedom for today's songs. people. Right. Well, you yeah, have to let Facebook tell us who who we should even talk to. Because like, man, I don't know who half. I don't know what half my friends are doing because Facebook doesn't think I need to see them. That's true. That's true. And then, like, it always wants to suggest people to you who, like, you're like, I don't like this person. Like, why? Like, it's like people you may know. That guy don't yeah, like me. Yeah, Facebook that always suggests like one of my um, my abusive roommates from college. Like, my husband oh might just. Yeah, one of my one of my roommates that made the, my first year, my first half of a semester at college a misery, miserable experience. I was like, would you like to know this person? Like, Facebook, you don't have any idea how much I don't want to know this person. <laughs> Facebook has definitely suggested my high school bully to me once or twice. And I'm like, I, I do not want to talk to that guy. No, I yeah. don't want to be his friend. No, fact, thank you. Oh my God. Just seeing his stupid face makes me want to smack it. <laughs> Hate that guy. Like, oh man. But yeah, I mean, you really do find find some people online though. Um, we got really sidetracked. Yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, right. The reasons backlog. we buy games. <laughs> backlog. Why do they end up in the backlog? Uh, mine is mostly because I'll either buy games because it's really good for us, like summer sale stuff, where it's like 99 cents for a game, $1.99. I'm like, that's a mainline title. That's a $60 game, $1.99. In the card it goes. Um, I should own this. Yeah, right. Or nostalgia. I will yeah. 100% buy games over nostalgia. Like when the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy came out, I was on that, like white on rice on a paper plate in a snowstorm. Yeah, I bought I played, uh, like, Age of Empires when it when I saw it on Steam a little while ago because I that was one? a game that I played so much. I bought two and three. Um, I never really played one, but I bought the two and three because those are my my favorites. I used to play the two, uh, number two. I always played either the Vikings or. Uh, was it Macedonians? What was it? The I always Byzantines, played the Vikings. I remember. I don't remember if it was if it was that was my favorite in one of the games. I don't remember which one though. I always oh, wanted man. to be the Byzantines. Age, Age of Empires. That was I I spent a lot of time on that game as a kid. I spent a lot of time and playing Age of Empires. It was so good. And you're like you were just I'm like, but finding an online match was such a pain in the butt. 
Yeah, see, I didn't want to play online matches. I just wanted to play against the computer. I thought it was more fun. I, I'm not a big, like, online gamer. I prefer to play, like, single-player games. Really? So, like, you're a single-player game, and but you still have, like, a major backlog. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to play, like I said, like, I like story games. So I'll buy a lot of, like, single-player story games. Like, some of, like, the biggest ones I've played, I have never finished Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I never finished... The Batman Arkham series. I played the first two, but I didn't finish the third one. Fourth one? I don't mm. know. I, I think I started playing Origins that didn't finish it and never started night. Um, Bioshock never finished. Bioshock! <laughs> Borderlands! Oh, I finished Borderlands look. 1 because I played it with my husband and he makes me finish things sometimes. Never finished 2, you know? like It's either like a strategy type game or a... Or Skyrim. Obviously, no one's finished Skyrim. Like, nobody even does the main quest in Skyrim, so don't feel so bad about that one. <laughs> You you played Borderlands one all the way through, but left Borderlands two on the backlog. I got bored. <laughs> it's not okay. It's really not that I got bored. It's that I lost interest in it and wanted to do something else more. Like I still really enjoy it, but like, like I said, like there's games that I've I've loved. Like I've never finished the Rise of the Tomb Raider. I started that one, never finished it. I have the second have game. It. I've never finished it. I haven't. I don't there's... think I've ever installed it. I'm yeah. stuck on Borderlands right now because Borderlands yeah. 1 is terrible. That game sucks. Oh, I like Borderlands. It's so bad. The, the oh, second I played with one my is was kind of really the only thing I was paying attention to at the time was just like, don't get shot. I think we played... Actually, we might have finished 2. We, I know we didn't finish the pre-sequel and we never started 3. Yeah, no, I think we played, we played 2. Right now. I think we, I, I believe we finished 2. But I never finished. We started the pre-sequel and we never finished that. It's just showing as unplayed on my um, mm -hmm. on my Steam because we played it on my husband's PS4. But I bought the game before gotcha. I met him, so I didn't know. <laughs> but I'm, uh, I'm playing through three right now. And I got to say that um, gameplay is not as punishing as two was. I never installed the pre-sequel and played it. I have the handsome collection. I never did the pre-sequel because I heard it was terrible. And I remember I my experiences it. with Borderlands 1 and I was like, ugh. So, but I'm playing through three. The story is a lot better than Borderlands 2. The gameplay mm. is not as difficult. I like the I like the story, so that's good. It, the yeah. Borderlands is more of a shoot 'em up sort of game. It's not really a, a it it is kind of a story game, but that's not the main point of it. But but yeah, like I I have a ton of these games that I've like started and never finished. But a lot of them are like either puzzle games or strategy games or uh or or what my brain stopped working. Story games. Right. <laughs> I played so, uh, Fallout. <laughs> I played three New Vegas and four, and I haven't finished any of them, I don't think. Same. Same, actually. I didn't even get Fallout 76. I didn't either. I heard it sucked. I've, I've actually heard, I heard recently that there's some people who once they, they patched it, it was decent. I, I, I've heard the same. I heard it was terrible, but it's got like this like real strong cult following where these people yeah, are like, no, this game is awesome. I and think, I, like, I, I think it was, it was bitten really badly by the, it, it came out before it could actually be finished. Like, um, what was that? Cyberpunk, I think is the name of it. Ooh, that, that mm. came out like basically unplayable on, on whatever like system it was supposed to be. But if you had it on PC, it was decent. You know, a lot of people said it was unplayable. Um, my wife got gifted Cyberpunk. Like, somebody gifted it to her. 
um, because they wanted someone to play with. And I guess like they didn't realize multiplayer wasn't available yet or something. Or whatever. Mm. I don't know, but they gifted it to her. And aside from the occasional crash, she really didn't have too much of an issue playing the game. There was like a bug here and there. But I mean, we played a lot of arcs, so I guess I guess we're kind of skewed towards like, oh, this is bugged. Well, that's arc, you know. <laughs> So maybe that's why it didn't bother that's, us. So or we played Bethesda games like the, the bugs are part of the fun. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, my God. My leg sank into a, a, a bookcase. Oh, Bethesda. Yeah. <laughs> but, Is that uh, a bug or a feature? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bethesda's in the corner like, did you like it? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. all right. No, no, we meant that to be there then. <laughs> Oh, there you go. <laughs> Are you supposed <laughs> to be able to use a horse to climb any object in the game? Probably not. Do we like it that you can? Yes, we do. Right. Did Did you enjoy Spider Horse? Yes, yes. No, we did no, enjoy I, Spider I Horse. <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so in your backlog, if there, what what's like the top three games? that you wish you could build up the motivation to install and play. Oh, okay. So, so this is specifically ones I haven't played at all. Um, sure. Or okay. maybe you won't even finish. Wait, just give me two seconds. Probably, I can't remember if I played Arkham Knight or not, but I would love to play, I would love to finish the Batman Arkham series. That was fantastic. I've played Bioshock twice and haven't finished it. I probably really should finish it, but... um. I've heard Dishonored is really good. I've had it for a long time and never finished mm. it. Mm. Um, it's such a good game. So good. Let's see, are there any other ones that I would like really love to finish? Oh, Undertale. <laughs> I should finish Undertale. I have played like two seconds of Undertale, so I don't think it counts. You you uh, should finish Undertale. That, but I've, that, I've that heard game it's was like a cultural phenomenon. I know, and I've I've started it, and then. I don't know. I had to do something. A lot of the problem is I, I, these games I would start during the school year. I made the horrific decision to buy Skyrim when I was in like my freshman year of college on on like spring break or something. Well, it would have been a fall break because my spring break, so I was always sick. But I bought it then and I was like, I don't want to do anything else with all of my time for like the next month. <laughs> I had to go back to school. <laughs> uh, my I still my hot take on that is I cannot stand Elder Scrolls games. You don't like the Elder Scrolls games? Cannot hit Morrowind ruined it for me. The first oh. one. The Have you played Skyrim? One. I played. Nope. I refuse. Oh, it's good, man. I refuse. I don't know. Refuse. I haven't played any of the earlier games. My husband has played all the earlier games, but I haven't played them. I had I had Morrowind. And so like every action you do like levels you up, right? And I got into this gap that I needed to jump. And I couldn't. My jump skill wasn't high enough. Oh, that's so, obnoxious. Right. So what I did was I took a rubber band and a penny, and I put the penny on top of the button that jumped, and then I rubber banded it there, and I walked away. <laughs> and when I came back, <laughs> I still wasn't a high enough level to jump it. Oh, uh, that doesn't happen in Skyrim. <laughs> and I, I took that out. I looked at the disc, and I was like, you're the devil. And I threw it at the wall. And that was That's the end very of, uh, sad. Yeah, no, that, that doesn't was, happen. They must have decided that was too annoying to deal with. But yeah, I that, that I haven't had that happen ever in something like Skyrim. It was horrible. Yeah, so that, that, like after that, like 
See, but that sounds like the kind of game my husband would love. (laughs) (laughs) He likes stupid hard games. Like, he plays, like, the Dark Souls games for fun. Oh. Yeah. Oh, he's... He's a he doesn't masochist. get mad at them either. Like he just wants to beat them. The only game I've ever seen him like get mad at that he can't finish that he's gonna finish was I bought him uh, Sekiro, um, and he didn't finish it. But he's gonna eventually. He just has to work back the. He just has to forget about how frustrated it made him. But he doesn't like he Sek- he plays these games all the time and doesn't get frustrated at them for the most part. <laughs> I don't get it. You, like uh, it's not me. Like I cannot play those games. I would I would throw my PS4 controller at the screen and then that would be it. Sekiro's no joke. That yeah, yeah, I watched hard. him play it. <laughs> um have you ever have you ever installed a game from your backlog? Like you're like, you know what? I'm gonna play this game. And you install it, and then while it's installing, you're like, I need a drink. And you go into the kitchen, and then six months later, you're like, I never played that game. Ah, yes, definitely. I have definitely done that. <laughs> I think I I did that originally with Don't Starve, but I did come back and play it later. But uh, oh, yeah, I, I think I originally did that with Don't Starve. But I, I did I did finish. I did play that game. I mean, you can't really finish Don't Starve. It's not really that kind of game. But that's that's right. probably the I, reason that I like games like Skyrim and like. uh uh, like Civ Six is because technically, really, you're, you don't really ever finish them. I guess you can technically finish Skyrim, but there's still stuff to do. It's it's like cooperative board games where like you don't really beat it; you just do a little better every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've definitely I've definitely pulled that move where it's like I'm going to install this game, and like or or like the PlayStation would be like. Call of Duty requires another 110 gigabytes for this update. You need to make space. And then I'll delete the game that I installed. Having uh-huh. never turned it on. Yeah, I've had a couple <laughs> of games that I like installed and then never finished playing. Like, um, I think Watch Dogs 2 was one of those. I installed it and then I didn't play it. And, and I guess Steam decided to uninstall it at some point because see, it's uninstalled now. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, let me do you a favor. It's like, we you're know not what's coming. This. We know you're not going to play this. We're just going to turn it off for you. You don't have to. You don't have to do nothing. It's okay. It's also uninstalled Bioshock, which is part of the reason I've never finished it on my computer. Oh, man. Because I uninstalled is... my freaking game when I left it alone for six months. Bioshock is such a good game. I know that, it's that a good is... game. That's the thing. Like, I know it's a good game. I enjoyed the most of what I've played of it. It's just that. I know what this I knew what the twist was and it suddenly wasn't that interesting for me anymore. <laughs> it's my writer's brain. It's because I know story structure. Like I understand how like the story of a video game and movies work. Like I can tell you 9 times out of 10 how a, a movie or a show will end at the at the twist point. Half the time I can guess the twist, but at the twist point I can always tell you how things are going to go because story structure is very linear and and it's usually the same thing. So it's it's never particularly interesting once I get past the 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 twist of whatever. Bioshock has like one or two though, so I feel like I should probably finish it just in case they have another one. <laughs> so you're you're like the person that gets the bowl of cheese poofs thrown at them while you're watching a movie. You're like, all right, I saw these six tropes, which means they're gonna do this, and everyone's like, no, because I'm not an ass. Turn about it, it off. 
I don't ruin it for other people. Just because I've had movies ruined for me doesn't mean I have to have to ruin it for other people. But I have had people like because I've told people that I that I have this problem because I was a screenwriter major in college, basically. Um, so I know how movies work. But yeah, I've, I've told people like, no, I can tell you how the movie's going to end. And they're like, no, you can't. You don't know. And I was like, yeah, OK, so this is what's going to happen here at this minute mark. And this is what's going to happen here at this minute mark. And it just people are like, never mind. I don't want to know anymore. It's like, OK, then I won't tell you. <laughs> should uh, you should write a movie about uh, people who go on a quest to complete their backlogs. <laughs> uh, yeah. That would be interesting. That would be. It'd be something. It would be you'd a have lot to. It'd be. It'd be worse if it's like a person that gets sucked into like a, a game and they had to like go through all their backlogs. See, for my <laughs> husband, that'd be very easy. He just finished the couple games he hasn't done. For me, I have like sixty games I've never played. It'd be a lot more difficult. All right. Uh, so we're at the end of this segment here. Uh, we're gonna take a brief moment and then we'll catch you guys on new meta. What are you doing? All right, so this is new meta. Normally, uh, when we're talking about a specific game, we kind of go through here and, you know, we try to pick, like, builds or play styles or strategies that should not ever work but actually do and cause hilarity. Um, but, you know, let, let, let's try to come up with some ideas uh, involving the backlog uh, for ways we can get people to play their backlogs that shouldn't work but will. Uh, make them stream it. Oh, oh, put them on stream. If you have to, if you have to finish something like, you know, social pressure can be pretty good at stopping you or, or at, at making you finish things that you, <laughs> you said you were going to start getting the angry tweets. Bro, you're ever going to finish Skyrim. You're like tweeting back. No one can finish yeah, it. Like I have seen there's a lot of gamers that I follow where somebody never finished a game and it's like several months later or several years later is like hey are you gonna get back to that game because i was really enjoying that series like that is a good motivation i feel like uh i feel like there should be food rewards like like a device <laughs> right like like every time you get to a uh, checkpoint it dispenses a peanut like oh peanut like yeah. an uh we'll just pavlovian force ourselves into doing it <laughs> <laughs> there's just an iron maiden behind you know what happened though if, if you got a peanut every time you finished a game every time you would like get to the end of the chapter or whatever the end of uh the end of whatever like section of the game that's supposed to give you a peanut you'd start your mouth would start watering because you know it was coming right and you'd be excited and be like my my food you know uh or you know what yeah. would work even better than peanuts just give me like a gummy bear every time i get to the end of a of a, <laughs> of a section of right the or game. like or like Instead of like every little section, like you get to like the halfway point and it dispenses a taco. That would keep mm. me motivated. I'm like, Sounds tacos. Good. I a taco. Like, oh, hey, good job, taco. And you're like, yes, taco. Um, or uh, you're only allowed to eat if you're if you've gotten through the next part of your video game. <laughs> we that gave you the work. hot dog last time. Six more hours, <laughs> so you'll get the bun. Don't do that. That's a terrible idea. You know, there there was a guy who. He, I forget which fighting game it was. I think it was Mortal Kombat, but I'm honestly not 100% sure. But in order to train himself to avoid dodging punches in that game, he set his controller up 
so that every single time his character received a punch, his controller delivered a 20,000 volt shock into his hands. Ow! Well, I mean, if it's low amperage, you might not even feel it. But, yeah, probably. I bet he could feel it, though. <laughs> I got punched in the face. <laughs> like, oh my god, it'd be awful. But what if we did something like that? Ow. Like, like, Like a phone app. Where it was like, you haven't played your backlog in eight hours. <laughs> it's like, oh, taser. All right, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Because you know they're never going to like leave their phones uh, Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that one's a little easier to like get around. Because there's, there's ways. I think people are more likely to enjoy a positive stimulus than they are to. They'll just try to avoid a negative. Because if you got shocked every time you like didn't. You know, if you're playing a game and you didn't get to the point where you were, you just wouldn't play the game. <laughs> like, this is an easy part. You just don't play a game. <laughs> but but your phone knows, right? Right. Your Facebook app can see mm. everything. And it's like, we see 12 games in your Steam library that you've never even installed. Time for you to stop instant messaging. And you're like, oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do you think? Any, any anything else? Uh, yeah, I think I think like just you, you either social pressure or some other form of like, you know, or just like because the thing that stops me from playing is because I guess the twist. If you leave the twist for like farther into the game, then I but but they won't do it at the farther end of the at the farthest end of the game because of the way story structure works. That's why people put them where they put them in the games, and then there's still like a third of the game left, and I don't want to play it anymore. I feel like you need a game that was directed by like Pablo Picasso. You, you would just have yeah, no idea where that was going at any moment. Yeah, but then I would get stressed. And then I wouldn't play the game because I'm stressed. Because you can't predict it? You were... Yeah, like I watched... I've watched like movies like that where I'm like, where is this? This makes no freaking sense. I don't understand. Why is this going? And I spend the whole movie scratching my head. And I'm just like, I wouldn't watch this again. Are you talking about Inception? When you get to the end of it, you know. Uh, yeah, I did have that problem with Inception. <laughs> I've had that problem with a lot of Nolan movies, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, what was the space one? Oh, what was the space one? I don't know what I'm talking about, though. It's like there's a space one with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, is that how you pronounce his name? Uh, probably. All right, but yeah, all right. Uh, that one, it was decent, but I uh, just like, I was very confused most of the movie. <laughs> so you have like a, you have like this double problem where you're like, why'd you stop playing the game? I could predict it. Oh, okay. Well, why'd you stop playing that yeah. game? I couldn't predict it. It's like. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I still like a good story and, and it's just the problem of a good story is that it tends to follow a particular structure and. You know, if it if it doesn't follow the structure, it's, it tends not to be as good. It's not saying they can't be good. Like I played um, one of the games I'm, I'm staring at now was a game called The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, which was a pretty good game. It was weird and didn't make a lot of sense, but it was like it was interesting enough that it held my attention. A lot of mystery games are kind of like that, where they don't technically have to make sense up until the end, <laughs> but it has to be the right genre for it. You know, right. right. So I'm trying to figure out like. With, with like the way that you're doing it, like how what what sort of system could be easily set up to get you to complete these games, regardless of whether or not you can predict the ending based on your knowledge of of writing 
uh, methodology, right? So I really do. I really do think I'd have to be paid for it (laughs) or I would have to have like some kind of outside social pressure because like, I mean, that's the reason I have uh, I have a dice making business and like part of the reason I make dice, I, I enjoy it a lot. I really enjoy making dice, but like I don't enjoy sanding the dice and finishing the dice. Not nearly as much fun as making right. the dice, but I do it because someone paid me to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason to finish. Um, maybe yeah. maybe you're right. Maybe maybe uh, just like this is like a law. And then like they write it into law and they're like, if you have more than 15 backlog games, you're now a streamer. And you're like, oh, oh no, but we're going to pay you. So That's it's terrible. Okay. Yeah. OK, then I go for it. I can go for that. <laughs> that sounds good. Streaming right. just became a. You want to pay me to do it? I'll, I can find time. <laughs> Streaming just became a government job. That that sounds fantastic, yeah. actually. Like, I think we're on to something here. I mean, it's better than like half of what the government does, That's I suppose. Fair. But like But like <laughs> if if we thought about it like like <laughs> they just took it, they're just like, it's a government job now. Uh we want you to stay home. We don't want you to leave your house, but we also need you to stimulate the economy by buying stuff so you're a streamer now, and you're just like, Okay. Yeah, all right. I'm not mad about that. I could go for that. Do I get Cheez-Its? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I'd be a fat streamer. <laughs> I don't want to do that either. I'm already a fat podcaster. Uh, no, you so. got to give me like apples or something. <clears throat> yeah, no, I need a, I need a, uh, one of those like bikes where like you, the screen only works if you pedal the, the bike. <laughs> Can you imagine playing like a like a like Call of Duty or something on one of those things where you're just like, uh, oh, oh, I gotta shoot this, oh, I gotta pedal, oh, I gotta shoot this. Or Dark Souls, yeah, like, oh my god, oh god, <laughs> Dark Souls. I'm getting that would be horrific. You get stressed and you stop pedaling for two seconds and your screen goes off and you're like, no. Nah. Just come back. It's just like you died. You're like, no. Why? Nah. Oh my soul. I tried so hard. Oh my soul. I don't know. My husband actually might like that. I don't know. You should you should ask him. Pull him immediately. I don't know where uh, he is. He's somewhere in the house. He's probably packing or something. He's packing. He's like, mm, mm, streamer job. Yeah, we're going to this convention. Um. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I mean, that's. I feel like we've come up with some pretty solid ideas here. We'll get the we'll get the pedal bike to solve the taco dispensing problem, and. <laughs> Yeah, okay, the taco bike and the the taco bike. The ta- <laughs> the taco the taco dispension with the pedal bike. I think I you could do something. I could not imagine trying to explain that job at career day. Uh, <laughs> what do you do? Look, man, I make dice for a living. It's already hard enough to explain. But that's cool. <laughs> to people what I but do. That's cool. Like Yeah, like, what I do know, you do? But like, I get a I lot of guns. weird looks. You get weird looks for that? Yeah. I have to like pull out my Instagram. It's like, look, this is what. Okay. And they're like, oh, that's really pretty. I was like, I know. I don't understand how you get weird looks for that. I get a lot of uh, I get a lot of weird looks. I make a thing. People buy the thing from me. That's the American dream. Literally. That's the whole American yeah. dream. You make the thing. People buy the thing. <laughs> yep. That's that's why I love it. I, I make a thing and people buy the thing. <laughs> but could you imagine at career day? Like, oh, what do you do? Listen, I pedal the bike and I play the game. And when I play the game, I get a taco, but I have to keep pedaling the bike. And they're like, what? 
See, let's let's be honest, though. Like there are going to be kids like in this new generation who, who are like, what does your parents do at, at career days? Like, oh, my dad's a streamer. Like, that's going to be a thing, though. I hope so. I hope so. I get to walk into career day. What do you do for a living? I am a podcaster. And I get to play. That's what I do. I play. I have a good time. Ooh, I'm going to have to bleep that out. I have a good time. <laughs> I don't play. I don't yeah. cuss on the show. Much. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I try not to. I really try. <laughs> we only say we only say ass on Thornvale because it's part of the name of one of the moves. My my rule for this one is um as long as it'll keep it PG. Right? Yeah. There you go. That's that's the rule. That's the rule. One of my guests already there's about 15 16 beep. <laughs> there's an episode coming up that i have to edit that where like i had them super stressed and i think they curse like four or five times and i cannot That's wait fantastic. to edit it. <laughs> you should put like like really fun sound effects for the, for their custom rather than just like the <laughs> just like like a sword clanking or yeah something. but it would be it wouldn't it i don't want it to be funny though i want it to be like you know an example of how stressed they were if i put funny sound effects it would be funny and that wouldn't be quite quite what we're gotcha. looking for <laughs> gotcha but yeah, it's 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 gonna be really fun. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> like a gong. I'm a mean GM. You are sometimes. I <laughs> that that sounded mean. I love it. That it's fun. Mean. I didn't I didn't mean that poorly. I I I enjoy my favorite GMs are the ones that terrify their players, and so that's what I do. Yeah, you and uh you and Saro. Oh my lord. You guys are unforgiving. Unforgiving. Oh, like no, I want to do this, and you're like, I get told all the time. My players are like, that monster was way too hard, and I was like, but you survived, didn't you? Well, you gotta, you gotta, you lived. You're you fine. Gotta make them work for it. It's like that doesn't make it. That doesn't make it okay. I was like, yes, it does. You lived. But like, you guys have had several, several at this point uh, situations where your players, like, you could tell by the tone of voice, they're like, I want to take it back. Like, you, like they're not outright asking for it, and they're like, I want to take that back. Like, you can hear it in their voice, and like. You just hear your Mm -hmm. response. You're like, no, you're committed. (laughs) Mm. There's no. You did this thing. You're doing it now. You should have said out of game. (laughs) I'm I'm fair, not benevolent. That's true. That is fair. (laughs) We have a T-shirt that says that. (laughs) Well, speaking of T-shirts and all that, um, we only got a couple minutes left. Uh, You know, why don't don't you plug your stuff? Uh, Plug your dice business where they can find you. Uh, We'll talk about a uh thornvale a little bit where they can find that and how they can subscribe and whatnot yeah so thornvale you can find pretty much anywhere it's t-h-o hang on t-h-o-r-n-v-a-l-e i'm a little dyslexic sorry it's thornvale you can look it up uh you'll find it anywhere it's a v-a-l-e so um you can find it basically anywhere if you can't find it somewhere send us an email and we'll try to put it there but basically any podcatcher you're out there on we can find it you can find us you guys there, also but, uh, come up on Spotify, iTunes. You guys also come up for anybody ones. searching Welcome to Night Vale, just so you know. <laughs> You're like the third or fourth Sweet. one down. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not going to complain about that. That's kind of cool. Um, Yeah, and then my dice business is called Dragon Knight Dice. That's Knight with a K. Uh, because if you didn't know, Thornvale is actually based off of my Dragon Knights universe, my book. Uh, the uh, Deep Hollow series is also based in the same universe, so I just figured I'll just steal the name for my for my dice business, Dragon Knights. Uh, 
So the, 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 the dice business is called Dragon Knight Dice. So you can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Twitter. I think it's DK Dice because Twitter doesn't let you put the full name on there. I think you're right. Oh, it's it's D Knight Dice <laughs> with a K. Um, because Twitter's dumb and they won't let you have very long names. Um, but yeah, I'm on TikTok. My I have a lot more followers on TikTok than I do on Instagram now. But I'm on Instagram and TikTok and you guys know where else you can find Susanna's dice. I'm thinking about starting a YouTube page. But I haven't done it yet. For those of you who have not joined yet, and those of you who will, Susanna also has a storefront in the Roll for Gaming server, uh, which is always yeah. linked in the bottom with an invite. So you're able to shop there as well. I need to post more stuff there because I really like that server, but I like lurking. <laughs> I like to go read all this stuff, but I don't post very often. I, I had to take a break from it. I actually passed ownership of it to Savvy and took a break from it for a while um just because i had too much on my plate but i'm uh i'm back and i'm trying to do stuff in there uh yeah nice but uh just from experience everybody dragon knight's dice are worth every penny that you're going to spend on it um definitely take a look and and follow that because especially if you're a dice goblin oh my lord if you're a dice goblin suzanne is your person it's like a can of Pringles. Oh, I, I will give you whatever you want, whatever dice thing you need. And I have commissions, too. So, like, if you if you're thinking of an idea for something, I can make there you it. Go. Well, I can make it once my back stops hurting. I threw up my back uh, last week and it's really, really hard to sit in my dice chair right now. But that shouldn't last was much it, longer. <laughs> was it an exciting thing or was it something dumb? Like, I opened my fridge once. No, and threw literally, it I bent over. I bent over to light a candle and my back decided to stop functioning. <laughs> ah, so um, it was something dumb. It, it like I had this horrific muscle spasm in my back and I, I literally like I made it to the couch and then couldn't move. And then I had to call my mom to come pick me up and take me somewhere where she could like keep an eye on me because I, I could not move. I could barely get to the bathroom by myself. Oh man! I had to use the bathroom before she got there and I had to crawl into the bathroom on my hands and knees because I couldn't stand That's how up. you know you're getting older. That was That's how you know. Man, I'm 25. I shouldn't, my back shouldn't be doing this. This is BS. Uh, that's where it starts. That's where it starts. You're going to hit 30 Ugh. and your knees are going to start going. Like my knees. Why? Oh, my knee already oh, doesn't man. work. <laughs> well, you, you're that overachiever. You're getting the extra credit. I, I fell down the stairs one time uh, and then my knee got like, my leg got hooked underneath of it and my knees kind of not been the same ever since. I imagine not. That sounds horrible. It wasn't fun. I should not be laughing. No, it's okay. I think it's it's kind of funny now, but like it wasn't very much fun at the. It actually wasn't like super painful at the time, but it got more painful over time. Yeah, and now my knees don't like like hiking, but I still hike because I like hiking. <laughs> like, stop complaining, knee. I've had enough of you. I'm leaving. Like, no, you're not. Oh dang my my dice page on Facebook actually has 500 followers. That's interesting. I hadn't looked. There at you it go. There you go. Follow follow Dragon Knight Dice on Facebook, everybody. I have 5,000 on TikTok. Because <laughs> TikTok is a crazy lawless place. I, I've been, I've been, uh, I, I have one for the show. I don't post yet. Um, but I've, I've been trying to resist the TikTok. I've been trying to, but it really is. Just give in, just give in. It's, it's my favorite social media sort of entertainment thing right now because their algorithm is really really good at figuring out what you like 
Like the first two days you have on TikTok, it'll be like, here's these silly dance competitions and like, here's these celebrities doing things. And then you're like, no, no, no. Ooh, dice stuff. Yes. I, you got to look up a couple of like things you're interested in, like dice making or, you know, D&D stuff. And then from then on, you will be in cute dog land and D&D. Then it's great. Love it. I like bugs. No, Books? bugs. Like creepy crawlies. Yeah. Bugs. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there is a whole bug <laughs> side of TikTok, but I don't like bugs, so I wouldn't know. Oh, man. All right. I was about to say, if you like books, there is a there is a massive like p- section of TikTok that's just devoted to books. I do enjoy books. books as well. And I love that, too. I that's great. Books. But uh, I love bugs. And bugs until are cool. the pandemic, I had a collection of about 310 of them. Oh, wow. That's a lot yeah. of bugs. I used to let the people in. But here's the question. Did, did you have a collection of like 310 like individual books? Or did you just have like one ant colony? No, individuals. Individuals. I uh, oh, cool, I used cool. to let okay. the people in the Cast Junkie Discord server name them. Oh, right. <laughs> like the, uh, what are they called? The little, the praying yeah, mantises. Yeah, yeah. I used to let them name them. Um, yeah, they're so cute. And then cute. I had too many. I loved your praying mantises. I love them too. And then They're COVID happened and then there was a, a feeder shortage and I was no longer able to care uh, yep. for them. Mm-hmm. And that was That's a very, very hard time in my life because it's like having 300 things mm-hmm. that you really love. And then. Yeah. Yep. I would be very sad if I had to give up all of my dice stuff. Yep. And then. Because uh, not only is it like a thing you like and like something that I make money with, but like I it's a mm-hmm. hobby. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It just happens to be a business that I made now because I don't like free time. <laughs> yep. No, I understand that. I understand that. And I had, by the time I had that many mantises, I had no free time. That was a lot to take care of. Because <laughs> they don't. <laughs> That's a lot of bugs, You can't keep man. them together in one cage. They're all in their own oh, yeah, individual enclosures. And then on top of that, I also had a centipede and a spider. Those are no, cool. No, they weren't. The centipede, no. no, centipedes are really fast and they're mean. You can't hold them. Oh, um, I don't, I don't like centipedes. I will admit there's just, I think the spiders are about where I can stand the amount of legs. <laughs> I had a, a jumping spider and I only had that. Oh, but those are so cute. She was. And I got her because I'm afraid of spiders. And I was like, exposure therapy. I'm going to have a really good experience with this small spider and then I'm not going to be afraid of spiders. No, I just wasn't afraid of that spider. We are at time. Uh, so right. everybody, uh, once again, follow Susanna on the social medias. Listen to Thornvale podcast. Susanna, uh, it is time for you to walk the plank and we are going to get out of here. All right. Thanks so much for coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Raise the anchor! Drop the sails! Spin the transporter! Aye aye, Captain! Casually Meta is a Barrenland Studios production in association with the Thunder Bunnies Gaming Guild and the Roll for Gaming tabletop community. Links to both communities in the description. Captain 7C Savvy is played by Savannah Bagby. CJ the Beardless is played by Christopher Reinhardt and the crew is played by Christopher Schalm and Mira S. Intro music was done by Untold Journey and the transition and ambient music is by J.S. Merritt. 
If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider joining our Patreon for added perks such as early releases and your chance to pick a topic for us to cover in future episodes. Thank you for listening and catch you next week.